everyone, Super Casey here, and you're listening to This Freaking Show. What's up, everybody? I am Travis Lewis. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast is brought to you every week by Audible.com. If you're just like me and you're a huge fan of stories and learning about history, you're just not a big fan of reading that history yourself, Audible.com is the best place for you to go. It's a one-stop shop for you for all audiobooks that are available to you right now just by going to audibletrial backslash freaknut today and get your 30-day free trial. And on top of that 30-day free trial, you also get a credit towards your free book purchase. That's right. You get a 30-day free trial plus your first book free if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknut today and enjoy all the audiobooks that are available to you right now. This freaking show is also brought to you by WeAreDapperTies.com. If you want a high-quality knit tie for the low, low price of just $15, head on over to WeAreDapperTies.com and use the special discount code FREAKIN to even get free shipping on your order. That's right, a high-quality knit tie for just $15 and free shipping. Head on over to WeAreDapperTies.com, use the special discount code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, today. Joe, I'm not a big fan of uh, taking weeks off, man, because it feels like it's been too long since I spoke with you. I feel you. Like, if there, if there was a way to where you didn't have to adult as much as you need to and just uh, just to live free and uh, enjoy a, uh, a weekly podcast with uh, with your brother, you know? That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, though, uh, since working at the fire pit, uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. It's good. Been- yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Like, yeah, and my biggest worry because you know me, I don't like people. But, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Right, but you know, being able to uh, sit behind the bar and get people drunk while they give you money is probably the best feeling in the fucking world. Oh, nice. Yeah, I believe cool. that. I could see how that would be a, a blasty blast. Yeah, yeah, guys. If you're ever in the local area of uh, Piatone and you ever want to stop in at the Fire Pit Bar and Grill, Travesty is behind the bar pretty much every other weekend and. Yeah, come down. Give me some money, and I will give you alcohol. And don't be one of those goofy people that want to try all these exotic drinks like Awkward Colin and I used to do back in the day when we used to go to bars and get weird shit that we just make up through mixology. I never realized how much of a pain in the ass that shit is, especially when the bar (laughs) is busy. Holy fuck. I can see that. Although it does make me want to come in and uh, uh, see what you would charge me and or give me if I ordered an awkward Colin, <laughs> it would it would be an abundance of like rum chata, and uh, <laughs> I'd probably have to find the goofiest fucking glass. Like it wouldn't even be like, oh god, you know what? It had to be like a hot toddy glass, like a coffee <laughs> mug, but in a glass form. It has like a fucking base on it. Nice, probably something like that. Definitely with rum chata and. Uh, 
Oh, geez. Maybe a, uh, ooh, you know, maybe like a boiler maker that consists of like a very stout IPA and a rum chata shot. Ooh, that actually sounds really tasty. Right? It had to be tasty because either, either that or it'd be like rum chata and gin. And how would you want to live your life after that? Yeah, I wouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> to be honest, that'd be like the world's worst cement mixer. Right? Oh, God. The cement mixer is bad enough on its own. Yeah, when was, last, when was the last time you had a cement mixer? Uh, it I guess wasn't the, when I turned 21. That was the first time I had one. Somebody else turned 21. I think when Michael, our little brother Michael, turned 21 was the last time I had one. God, now, what now? What the hell is in it? it was, it's like lemon juice and, and uh, Bailey's and some shit. Bailey's? It can't just be lemon juice and Bailey's. There's got to be something else. There, I know there's something else. I just can't fucking remember what it is. I mean, only, I, I don't know. I, and that's the weird thing. Because like, I love cottage cheese. But for some reason, when I see <laughs> shit like that, curdle, it's like when uh, it's like when those people take way too long to fucking drink an Irish car bomb. Yes, like, that is 100% what it's like. Right? It's like you sit there and it's like, listen, okay, this is what you got to do. You got to drop the shot in and then you got to chug it because it starts curdling. But they're like, I don't like chugging drinks. And then they're fucking sipping. I'm like, you're going to regret everything about your life in about yeah. a minute and a half. Ugh. Right? And then you just paid yeah. for an alcoholic version of cottage cheese just now. That's exactly what you did. Just an, uh, an adult cottage cheese. Yeah. I do got a I do got <laughs> Which cook- is not as much fun as adult chocolate milk. Right? It's, it's not what you think, really. It's like, holy Ooh. shit, cottage cheese alcoholic, I'm there. No, trust me. It is not right whatsoever. Oh, God, and then you got then they they have to finish it, or else they're wasting your money, and then they look like an asshole. Yeah, right. I have uh, I have historically been the guy who's like, if you're not going to drink that in the next five seconds, give it to me. Yeah, I found a <sighs> new I found a new respect for uh, the um, the Irish car bomb shots that I learned how to make in uh, bartending school because of uh, watching the people do Irish car bombs that can't chug it fully. <laughs> and I mean, and it's so easy because, like, basically, when you're creating the shot, all it is is because the North, uh, normal Irish car bomb, uh, you fill a glass with what is, it's Guinness, uh, Jameson, and they drop in the Baileys, right? Uh, it's Guinness, and then you drop in the Jameson and Baileys, drop in the Jameson and Baileys. So, yeah, in order just to make the shot, all it is is Baileys, Jameson, and Kalula, and it tastes exactly the fucking same, but now you're just making it into like a shot. It doesn't curdle. Oh yeah, that sounds delicious. It's fucking. That sounds amazing. really good. And I, I have yet to make one as a bartender, but at the bartending school, he taught us like, hey, you know, I'm going to show you to make an Irish car, an Irish car shot. We didn't call them Irish car bomb shots. An Irish car shot. He's like, basically, it's an Irish car bomb, but you're not making it into a bomb. You're not going to waste Guinness. You're just going to use Kalula, Bailey's, and Jameson. And he fucking made it right until the person's ready to fucking take it. I was like, nice. damn, do you think I mean they're fucking incredible? Um, but yeah, no. God, I'm gonna see if I'm gonna see if I can put the awkward count as a special on the uh, board. I dig that. Have you ever uh I think it's called an uh Irish hand grenade? Heard a name, but I've never had it. It's uh it's the same thing as an Irish car bomb, but instead of doing a shot glass of like half Jameson, half Bailey's or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you do a shot glass of Jameson and a shot glass of Bailey's and you nestle it into the top of the yes. Guinness glass mm-hmm. and you, you pull the Jameson out and shoot it and then drink the rest. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. I've actually, I can't remember what it is. I'm going to have to look it up one day, but there's a shot that's like that 
where it's uh it's three shots on top. You pull one, shoot it, pull the other Ooh. one and shoot it. When you pull the second one, then the other one falls in. I can't remember what the fuck it is. Um I'd, I'd have to look that up because that one looks uh, pretty cool to me. I don't, I don't know if I'd ever have the ability to fucking try to nestle them together. I'd probably just give up as a bartender. But you know, what? fuck it, it's yours. <laughs> you know, I feel or we that. get, we get a uh, what the hell is that? I think I don't know if they're hibachi uh, restaurants or not, or something like that, where they put the shot like sitting on top of like two chopsticks. They're kind of like spread apart, mm. and then you hit the table, and then it falls in. Mm-hmm. I've never had that, but I, it looks like fun. Yeah. I was a flaming Dr. Pepper. Sometimes I want to try one day. Nice. I want to try one of those. I've never had one of those before. I don't think I've ever heard of one of those. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but apparently you set something on fire, and I guess it's some kind of douchebag drink, like a Jaeger bomb. Mm. So I think I think it's like one of those like East Coast, like not so much like you know like you know people in their twenties are trying to like party and shit like that, but more like people in their forties who are still trying to party and shit like that. Oh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, like those kids who, like, work at their dad's firm who really doesn't do much, but, like, you know, try not to sexually harass the uh, interns and shit. Those guys yeah. do uh, Flamin' Dr. Peppers. Gotcha. So, shout out to you guys and your attempts not to hit on the uh, interns, you fucking yeah. fools. <laughs> Joe, how have you been, man? It's been a week since uh, we got to sit down and chat and everything. Um, I'm going to take full blame uh, for us not recording last week. That's on me, and I'm sure our viewers didn't like the fact that we weren't uh, here for them. Um, so that's all on me. Uh, I, uh, I I picked up a second job at Firepit, like I said. I did have to work uh, last week during the week, which is rare and new for me because normally I just stick to the weekends on my second job, but. Uh, it's, it's been a week. What, what have you been up to and what's been going on with you uh, on your end? Honestly, uh, a lot and also very little at the same time. It was actually, you couldn't have picked a better week to, to sleep through because, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a very busy week, uh, for me. Uh, my friend Jacob was in with his, his, uh, girlfriend and they headed, they went to Paris. Um, but they, they hung around for a couple of days and then went to Paris and had a great little week vacation and then they came back and they were here for another couple of days and then they flew out again. And, um, which is great, but it like, it, it shifts all the other stuff that I have going on during the week, Yeah, you know, uh, just because it's like, it's like, Oh, there's an extra person I have to work around, uh, times two because there was two people. <laughs> so, but it, it's always good to see him. And I'm, I'm glad he, I'm glad, you know, I, I'm glad to be a place where people feel comfortable Staying a couple of days on their way to other places, so yeah. that now, honestly I'm, works for me. Now I'm trying to remember was uh, was Jake the uh, best man at your wedding? Was yes, that, yeah, okay. Now he was he was the one that like when I was down there, and uh, I blew my tire on that Amish license plate. Um, he was the one that had the car that came and uh, picked me up so I could make it to the uh, rehearsal. Correct? He had a small little yep. uh, I, mm-hmm. yeah. the infinity. Yeah, shout out to Jake for picking me up after I blew my tire out on an Amish license plate. That was so. What are, what are the odds? First of right? all, out of out oh of fucking gosh. everything, it could have been like a nail off a horseshoe. It could have yeah. it could have been a fucking horse, and it would have made more fucking sense than the fact that I ran over a license plate that fell off the back of a buggy. Yep, it, a goddamn Amish. But oh my god. <laughs> Oh, it's a thing. It was quite the adventure. And I believe that was like the same day I got there, too. It wasn't even like 
wasn't even like into like anything. Like I got in, checked in. Hey, let's all hop in the truck and go run mm-hmm. over a fucking. Oh my god! I think that's exactly how it went down. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, Ooh. uh, luckily, uh, Papa Carl uh was uh going on his bike and he helped me uh change the tire. We were able to make it to a rehearsal dinner because mm-hmm. uh. Because uh, your, yours was a little bit different than, um, I think, the uh, traditional, like, process. Because you really didn't have, like, a rehearsal dinner. You had more, like, a rehearsal lunch. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually, I believe, a rehearsal brunch. Brunch, yeah. Yeah, we went. We we did the rehearsal, and then we went to brunch. And then we uh, took a couple hours off, and then we got hitched. Yeah. Which, that brunch was amazing. Oh, shout God, out, it was so sh- good. Shout out to that place. I can't remember the name of it, but... I, think I don't even a, remember if it's still open, but the uh, the chef is tremendous. Yeah, I think there was like some kind of stuffed French toast there that I, I I just I went ham on that shit as soon as I got back. I was like, you know, I just changed the tire. I'm hungry. Fuck this. We're on mm-hmm. it. Good stuff. Good food all around, ex- except for the uh, except for the uh, the planter I drank out of. Everything was delicious. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yeah, that, oh, trust me, I'll never forget. I'm sure Ryan will never let me forget either. Uh, <laughs> Did I, ever, uh, did I ever tell you about the awkward moment uh, with the uh, stuffed green peppers I went through at your wedding? No. Cool. Let I don't me share. So. Let me let me share this uh, real quick, and then we're gonna dive into uh, uh, that freaking happen segment. So, um, for those of you who don't know, Cartoon Joe got married uh, in this Amish town uh, in this beautiful, like re like uh, remodeled like barn, but they had like venues and stuff and really cool. And like the surrounding buildings were like set up for like, re- uh, re- uh, photos and graphs. Really fun. Cool. I got a picture of hitting uh cartoon Joe with a chair that I still have in a photo from my living room from his uh, wedding day. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was catered in, uh, they had, they had a lot of different foods and everything. And, um, they they had meat and then they had some vegetarian options for those uh, for those people who don't eat meat, uh, vegans or vegetarians or whoever was there. And um, I think the I think the biggest mistake was allowing uh, the wedding party to eat first because the wedding party is full of bigger guys. So when you see a buffet style that's laid down, there's you're it's a free fall. You fucking grab your shit and go. And mm. um, so I, I filled my plate with like everything I saw. I, I think there was like a meatloaf kind of thing there, and there was some brisket, and there were these uh, these stuffed peppers uh, at the at the far end. Uh, it was just like peppers and cheese and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm sold. I'm grabbing everything. Well, I think everyone kind of uh, follows suit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take credit or blame for the fact that everyone was grabbing this stuff too. But uh, halfway through, they started to run low on these peppers. And it comes to find out that that was the vegetarian option for mm. everybody who couldn't eat meat. To the point where somebody had to make an announcement about people not grabbing these things. Because those are for those who cannot eat meat. I think I grabbed like two of them. Actually, I think I snuck back oh. in line a second time around and grabbed more <laughs> food <laughs> before the announcement was made. And I think at that point, I already drank the fucking uh, water from the vase. So I kind of like, I felt like I owed myself something. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there was a moment where you almost ran out of vegetarian option. And that was because uh, Fatty Fat Travis uh, dipped oh, it up. Boy. Yeah. I forgot about that. I oh, sure well. did. I sure did. Not, not when it involves me, Joe. Not- <laughs> oh, fuck. Joe. Uh, uh, it doesn't well, matter. You know, I didn't even get to spend any time at my wedding because we were taking pictures the whole damn time. So it's all good. 
That's the one thing that I've always noticed when it came to weddings is like really the bride and groom don't get a chance to enjoy the reception because you know they it, well I mean and like I said like yours was a little bit different because like you know we're trying to get all this stuff done in like one day. Uh, yeah, before, and we had to be like out of there by like one o'clock or eleven o'clock at night instead of midnight, and that yeah, one hour makes a difference. It, it definitely does. It. I mean, luckily we got an opportunity to kind of hang out at the uh, the hotel afterwards. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um. But I mean, like, I mean, like, when it comes to any wedding, like, you know, like the bride and groom, they have to walk around and thank everybody and say, hey, you know, I appreciate coming and shake hands and stuff like that. And I just like, I mean, I feel bad for every bride and groom who spent all this money on this entire like reception that's for the celebration of their wedding. And they really don't get to enjoy it because they spend half their time walking around thanking people. Yep. It makes no sense. It's like, yeah, it's like well, it's like I, it's like I told uh, my cousin Sean after he got married. I'm like, listen, man, just make a huge announcement at the table. Thank everyone for showing up. You gotta send out the thank you cards. Don't worry about going table to table. Go up, go up to the grandparents. Go up to your parents, immediate family, everyone else. They, they get it, like because they. I'm sure that everyone else has felt that way at one point in time when they got married. Like, geez, I didn't get a chance to enjoy my reception because I had to do this, that, or the other thing. Um, I did feel right. bad for your one buddy though. They kind of like had to hermit himself upstairs with the uh, music, and he kind of. Oh, I didn't. I didn't, didn't feel get... bad for him at all. <laughs> Why is that? Because we we actually gave him money to be a DJ, and he did not do the DJ job very well. <laughs> Just kind of put the iPod on shuffle. Well, he didn't even really do that. He would he would queue up like five songs, leave the nest, and then forget to go back by the time the songs were over. Leave the nest. Yeah. So I don't know. He's he's actually a pretty successful DJ now, but it was really a bummer because I thought he was gonna like, you know, I thought I was given a real opportunity to be a real DJ. Mm-hmm. So there was one couple that I wish to God I could remember. God, I'm so bad with fucking names, but I'm so God. Thank God I can remember food. But I'm so shitty when it comes to names. But there was a couple that I was hanging out with at your wedding because there was, there were two different levels uh, to the. Uh, to uh, the area you got married at, and we just went around to all the tables and shit. And we just finished off everyone's bottle of wine that they left. Oh, nice! Yeah, like I, I think there was one point. I think we had like six bottles of wine. They're all like you know half full, a quarter full, three quarters full. It's like fuck. We're just combining these up and fucking just drink them down. You know, it's like somebody's got to drink them. Obviously, mm-hmm. we paid for it. So I felt like I did you a favor. Uh, I, I I don't want to call myself a hero, but uh, you know they're not all wear capes. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, that. yeah. No, I'm glad because. Uh, it, uh, we we paid for a certain number of drinks, and I don't know that everybody had them. I I I left the venue with like eighteen drink tickets. Yeah, yeah. Because no, as I... as people left, they'd give me their extra tickets. Should have used them, man. Yeah, I well, I didn't get a chance. By the time we got back, the bar was closing down. Yeah, because you had to walk around and thank everyone for showing up. No, I didn't even get a chance to do that. I was taking pictures the whole damn time. <laughs> Oh fuck, Joe! What do you got for uh, that freaking happened? I uh, this is actually a really busy week historically. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite things actually happened today uh, in 1863. Um, Abraham Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address, oh, yeah. which is uh, uh, an incredible speech, one of the greatest speeches of all time. Uh, fewer than 275 words. And uh, uh, it was delivered, I believe, in under four minutes. And when he when he finished speaking, 
the the crowd was so in awe that they didn't know what to do. So they they didn't applaud, they didn't hoot, they didn't holler, they just kind of sat there like that was incredible. Is there more? <laughs> and uh, so so Lincoln actually thought it was a great failure until he until he heard in the paper the next day that actually it was one of the greatest speeches of all time. I, so, I, like, I like to believe that that was the uh, invention of the uh, slow clap. Mm, yeah, I, I might have yeah. been. Could have been. Yeah. yeah, no. And, you know, I, I almost went with uh, with that as my choice because of the, because of the episode we're going to be doing here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with some. I went with some different, and uh, it was something maybe uh, to uh, the world is equally as historical as Gettysburg and Jess. Uh, we recently had the launch of uh, Disney Plus. Oh yeah. So I went with um, November eighteenth, nineteen twenty-eight. Steamboat Willie's Disney's first cartoon Ooh. with synchronized sound is released. Mickey's voice was provided by none other than Walt Disney himself. The Disney company celebrated Mickey's birthday. On this day, Mickey had first appeared in the silent version of Plain Crazy six months earlier. So apparently Mickey Mouse's birthday was yesterday. So Nice. Hey, birthday, Mickey. I believe it was here, 1928. Fuck, that puts him at, what, 91 years old? Yep. Dang. Sure Good does. Job. I believe he enters the public domain next year. Dang. Good job for you, Mouse. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Have you uh did you um did you sign up for uh Disney Plus? Did you uh join I did thing? not. I did not. I've been thinking about it. I've uh I'm currently borrowing a uh a password. Um but I'm thinking about uh maybe getting a group together and and paying for it collectively cuz it's like you you get seven logins with each thing. Really? Yeah. Now, now I heard uh, because there's there's multiple options on, and I I mean the cool thing about Disney is like they they give you choices because I hear you can either pay seven dollars a month or seventy dollars for the year. Mm-hmm. But then also if you have Verizon, you have the unlimited plan on Verizon, you could also get uh, Disney for the first year free. And yep. I also heard there's, I also heard there's some package you could do for eleven ninety nine a month, where you get uh, Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus all together. Yep. So I, I it feels I like so. they're doing it feels like they're doing everything they can to really stick it to Netflix. Oh yeah, absolutely. The only I will say, uh, if you do the package, any of the packages with Hulu, mm. um, it's it's basically the free version of Hulu. So you, you're going to have to uh, watch ads. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh dang. Yeah, which is a bummer, but at the same time, like it might be worth it if that's, you know, if you don't already have Hulu. It's probably worth it. Um, if you like, Rob Base has already had like the the, I think eleven ninety nine Hulu package. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he's he just has Disney Plus, you know. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, no. I know it's 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 worth it. I mean, it's it's a great, especially if you like Disney, Pixar, Marvel, National Geographic. It's it's pretty comprehensive. Yeah. What? Well, why is National Geographic part of this? I have no idea. I wonder if it didn't come with the uh, the 20th Century Fox stuff when they purchased that. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that would be. That's my guess, but I haven't. I honestly haven't looked into it. Um, but oh, speaking of which, the 21st Century Fox stuff, like all of The Simpsons, is on Disney Plus. Yeah, when's Lisa becoming a Disney princess? Yeah, right. 
Looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, no. Joe, let me let me know about the uh about the about the Disney group, man. I may I might get involved in that. Yeah. Cuz I listen, I I heard there's a lot of cool things on there. I mean, obviously like I know a few people who have it. Uh, Sherry obviously has it because this oh, is yeah, her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a couple people from work have it as well, and they talked about, like, they're watching, like, even Stevens and Lizzie McGuire and fucking uh, Boy Meets World on there. Something like some of those classic, like, after school TV shows and shit are all on there. It's like, man, it's like, it's almost worth it just for that. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually, it, just just scrolling through the titles is its own nostalgia trip. And it's, it's almost like there's too much to watch. Yeah. All right, Joe. So uh, as we spoke about last week, I mean, obviously last week was election day, uh, not for Illinois, but for other places, or not so much us, but other places and everything, um, which is obviously going to be the election day for uh, the presidency next year in 2020. Uh, I, f- I figured that uh, we're going to uh, we're going to break our own rules and we're going to uh, get a little political here on the episode. Um, we're going to talk about some presidents and. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, if we believe they did a good job and stuff like that, you know, just by giving you some names. And I think uh, originally what the idea was is we're going to pick our favorite presidents and kind of rank them and stuff like that. But I kind of wanted to change it up. And instead, I'm just going to list off some presidents. And I just we're just we're just going to come to a common agreement. If we felt they're a good president. And like, yeah, they're good. If not, then maybe we'll find some kind of alternative to replace them. We're like, yeah, they were OK, but this one's better or something like that. Uh, it's really hard to explain it without giving away what we're about to do, but I don't want to give it away until we actually do it. But we spoke about it before we started recording, so you know what the plan is. Yep. So I'm ready. Yeah, and for those ready listeners to, out there. To talk about how much better uh, James K. Polk is than Millard Fillmore. <laughs> Perfect. Let's get political. Political, we're gonna get political. All right. Sorry. That was beautiful, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. God, let me see if I can find the right thing. I don't know why. How the fuck does Google fucking work? I don't even I don't know either. anymore. What the hell am I even doing? I think I keep clicking on the wrong one every fucking time. Wait, that's Piaton. <laughs> Joe, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore here, bro. Oh my God! Starbucks gift card. What the fuck am I doing on Google? I don't know what the hell iPad. I don't know. I know. I, oh no! Found it. There we go. Thank God. I almost gave up on myself, Joe. Don't ever give up on yourself. Follow your star, bro. Follow your star. Which follow I do away. believe. Uh, I do believe uh, we're giving out our next Follow Your Star Award next week. Oh yeah. Oh man, I can't believe we're already at the end of the month. Woo! I know, right? It's so crazy. All right, Joe, we're going to start out uh, first uh, with uh, Frank Underwood in the House of Cards, as portrayed by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> uh, tremendous. Uh, not, not, I'm no longer a big Sp- uh, Spacey fan with everything that's come out about him, but yes. uh, he did do a hell of a job in that role. I really enjoyed him in it. All right, so, so, so we're, agreeing, uh, we're agreeing good presidency, but not a good person in the presidency? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, it's I'm more... probably true of most presidents, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, I'll see here. So we'll, we'll so we're good with him. We're good with him. And uh, like I said, there's if you guys uh, fuck, I'm just I'll just tell you what you guys you guys what we're doing. It's so much easier than me trying to keep uh, portraying this. We're talking about we're <laughs> talking about boy. 
Yeah, we're talking about movie presidents. Um, people who portrayed presidents in movies, whether they've been uh, portraying a real president that has actually happened or a uh, non-realistic presidential character. Uh, we're just going to go by uh, the president who portrayed them. If we felt that they did a good job as that president, we're just going to keep with them. If we don't, we're just going to pick a different movie that they played in. Uh, and, of course, I'm going to skip through a lot of these people because I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, I'll go with this one because you kind of remind me who he is. So, uh, Ryan Cranston played LBJ in the movie All the Way. I uh, I have not seen that movie, but I am a firm believer in Brian Cranston and his ability to completely nail any acting role he does. So, I assume he was a tremendous president in that movie. Excellent. Yeah, we go. We go off beliefs, too. I mean, there's a good chance we didn't. I mean, I, I know I didn't see a lot of these movies, but uh, knowing the actors, I, I, I'll, go, I'll go with a, a strong belief. I mean, that what all elections are based on, right? I believe they're going to do a good job. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck yeah. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Rob Lowe played JFK in Killing Kennedy. I actually saw this. And you know, he didn't do a bad job. Um, I, I liked it. And, and what's weird is like it's. It's hard to find, like, when somebody truly portrays JFK, it's hard to find someone who didn't do it right. Um, Rob Lowell, I, I, yeah, I want to I say he's very similar to, like, how you described uh, Cranston. How Cranston, I can't remember if you did it on the recording or not, but he really dives into any role he plays. <clears throat> and I think Rob Lowe is no different, especially when we look at, like, how he, put, he portrayed in Parks and Rec or uh, mm. Tommy Boy. Yeah, or even his character in uh, The West Wing. Yes. Um, um, tremendous political actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I agree with you. I, I Honestly, if you asked me who should play JFK, I would pick Rob Lowe. Yeah. He, he has, he has like that... Uh, my God. He has like that pretty boy look, too. Yeah. Which, if you... If yeah, you, when you... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead, please. Oh, I was going to say, and, and if you think about, like, uh, you know, people who are like the people they played, uh, Rob Lowe had that uh, that threesome with that 16-year-old girl that was on, on videotape a few years ago. Uh, I say yeah. a few years ago, like way back at the beginning of his career. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and JFK was a, uh, was a robot powered by sex. So that's true if you ever get a chance you need to look up the history of the kennedy family because that whole fucking family oh is screwed God. up man it is it is crazy God. i was listening to uh uh one of my favorite podcasts behind the bastards and they did one on joe kennedy who was the uh the father the patriarch of the kennedy family mm-hmm. Woo! what a bastard <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one's going to be a little bit special because these are five actors who played five different presidents in the same movie. Oh, all right. Yeah. So it's a movie called The Butler. If you guys don't know what The Butler is, uh, it's basically a movie about a butler who uh, was a butler in the White House during uh, five different presidential uh, terms. So first one here is um, Alan Rickman who played Ronald Reagan in The Butler. All right. Uh, I don't think Rickman has the Reagan voice. Oh, I I, I believe that completely, that yeah. he does not. His, his voice is so deep. 
Yeah, but if you ever get a chance to look, I mean, like he he almost has a Reagan fucking look. And what's weird is like every time I think Reagan now, I just think of like Family Guy Reagan. Yeah, Reagan smash. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Reagan smash. I can't unsee Family Guy Reagan. No, I can't either. Um, Reagan sleepy. <laughs> being, uh, being, being Rickman, I bet I bet he pulled off Reagan pretty well. I, I'm sure he did it great, but uh, I, I will. Uh, I think Alan Rickman's one of another one of the great actors of our time, uh, and it's such a shame that he died. Uh, yeah. But I also think that the way he played Severus Snape. Uh, will go down in history as one of the greatest performances of all time. Absolutely. And uh, side note, uh, he also was in uh, Die Hard. That is not a Christmas movie. So John Cusack. Uh, he was he was in arguably the best Christmas movie of all time, Die Hard. That's right. Uh, Harry Potter was not a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, did you know that was just as a sidebar? I know we got to move on, but did you know that 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 Die Hard role was pretty much the first act major acting role that Rickman had? That I did not know. I figured he was uh, playing like back back in the day. So yeah, like, no, he uh, he didn't really get started acting until he was in his forties. Oh shit, good for him. Mm-hmm. He pulled it off, you know. I was like, I I don't I don't know a lot of the history of Rickman. I'm gonna take an I'm gonna take a, a a very strong assumption guess right now and say he did a lot of Broadway before he uh, got onto film. And I, I have no idea, but I could hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he seems like a Broadway type guy. Uh, yeah, this one I don't understand. Uh, John Cusack played Richard Nixon in The Butler. <laughs> oh God! Why? <laughs> I have I have no idea. I I know I know who John Cusack is. I know who Nixon is. They do not look similar. What's so fucking no, up? I think I'm looking at the same article as you, and uh, terrible, terrible. All of these guys look so much like the person they're playing. Oh God! Uh, I, I I never really know how I feel about John Cusack until I see him in the movie that I'm thinking about. Like Con Air, fucking love it. Hot Hot, hot Tub Time Machine. No idea what the fuck's going on. Yeah, he's uh, he's real hit or miss, and uh, I'm pretty sure he always plays uh, um, like a narcissistic, uh, like self centered romantic who is like gaslighting women into falling in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pass on uh, John Cusack as Richard Nixon. And I'm going to replace him with uh, John Cusack from Con Air. Perfect. I think that's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, this one also kind of surprises me. Uh, if I remember who this guy is correctly, uh, Leif Schreiber as LBJ. Leif Schreiber. Now he plays Sabretooth and X-Men, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I, I mean, he he pulls off LBJ pretty well. I, I think the hair should be a little bit darker, but he mm-hmm. was also in the Butler. So I gotta see this Butler movie. I mean, I bet it was actually yeah, good, right. Like a movie looks um, pretty stacked, uh, cast wise too. And honestly, I, you gotta think about uh, one thing I know about LBJ is that he was famous for literal dick measuring contests. And if I had to pick an X man who was most likely to get into a dick measuring contest, it would be Sabretooth. So Oh, it's gotta be. Plus he has that same kind of look on his face. Yeah, that hungry hungry look. Yeah. Like, ah, no one will ever love me as much as they love JFK, but my dick's bigger. 
this one, uh, this one also kind of confuses me, but uh, maybe you, maybe you think it makes sense, but I'm not sure. Uh, Robin Williams played uh, Eisenhower in The Butler. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. It's I, I gotta see the movie. I, I need to see the movie based on just this alone because first off, I don't know what kind of movie this is. If it's a comedy or whatever, um, I'll, outside of one hour photo, I don't know if I've ever seen a non comedy. Um, Robin Williams movie. Yeah. I think what's what's the one where he plays like a kid's TV mascot? Oh, a kid's TV mascot? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. It was like Killing Snoopy or I don't remember. That one was a was a fairly serious one and I, it it was terrible. It was mm. a very forgettable movie except for the fact that there's there's a scene that popped into my head as I'm talking to you of, of Robin Williams dressed in like a purple dinosaur suit and he's just yeah, running gosh. from something. Are you mixing up Robin Williams with Barney again there, Joe? No, but that's that's <laughs> kind of what the movie is like. I don't know. Ever, ever since my schizophrenic uh, remake of uh, Mrs. Doubtfire 2 and shit like that, I haven't been able <laughs> to think of Robin Williams any, any other difference. So... Um, I want to see the butler because I want to see how he does with Eisenhower. But I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, Eisenhower is a very strong character to try to play, you know, a war veteran and so like that. And plus, Ron Williams does not have that that look to what I believe would play Eisenhower. If if you're gonna play Eisenhower, you need like a like a almost like bulimic like Anthony Hopkins. Mm, I can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it was death. It was death to Smoochie. And he he wasn't in the purple rhino. It was a rhinoceros suit. Uh, it was actually Edward Norton that was oh, in dang. that. But uh, whole... Robin Williams was also in it. But he he wasn't in the the dinosaur suit. Gotcha. Um, I'm gonna replace Robin Williams' uh, Dwight Eisenhower, and I'm gonna replace it with what I believe was the best Robin Williams movie, and that's gotta be Jumanji. Ooh, I uh I see your Jumanji, and. Uh... I'm going to see if I raise it. Got to think for a second. Uh, I will raise you a Patch Adams. Oh, God, Patch Adams. I forgot about Patch Adams for a second. That's a good one. Oh, dang. You know, I can't go above Patch Adams. I can't. Mm. No, Flubber. Not even Flubber could be Patch Adams. Ooh, Flubber is good, though. Flubber is good, but I don't think it's Patch Adams. I guess it kind of depends on how what kind of attitude you're looking for. Are you looking for like a, a comedy that will tug at your heartstrings, or you're just looking for some goofy all around? Now, there was that one, uh, was it that fucking robot movie he was in? Was that AI? Oh, yeah. Uh, not AI. It was, um... oh, man, what was that movie? I can't remember. I, I wasn't a fan of it. I just remember that. I was I, I did not like it. Bicentennial Man. There you go. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on uh, Patch Adams because that's a I fucking love that movie. And you know it's it's one of those movies that also encourages uh, older folk not to give up on their dreams. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll do a couple. Uh, we we'll only do a couple more here and everything. Uh, no, I don't want to do that one. Here we go. Jamie Foxx plays James Sawyer in White House Down. Now, for you guys who are getting this confused, this is not the Gerard Butler Morgan Freeman movie. 
this is the other black guy with the other white guy uh, fucking White House being attacked movie that came out pretty much the same fucking year. <laughs> Which yep. I never I never understood how Channing Tatum is rescuing the White House the same year Gerard Butler is rescuing the White House. But mm-hmm. Jamie, Jamie Foxx plays President James Sawyer in White House Down. Which is funny because if you actually Google James Sawyer, it has a fandom page where they talk about the actual James Sawyer character as a real-life president, where I believe he won the 2014 and 2016 election. That's hilarious. Yeah. Did you get a chance to watch White House uh, Down? And by White House Down, I mean the uh, updated version of uh, Olympus Has Fallen? I haven't. I haven't seen it. Um, I have heard that it is the best Die Hard movie since Die Hard 3. (laughs) It it it's a good movie. I I like Olympus Has Fallen more, but I'm I'm a huge Gerard Butler fan. That's uh, fair. Have you heard? There's like a there's a new. It was like Olympus Has Fallen, and then there's London, another one. Yeah, oh, London so, Has Fallen, and then there's a new one coming out that's like Earth Has Fallen or something. Yeah, there. So yeah, Olympus Has Fallen was the original one, which is a great fucking movie. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, I'd recommend doing it. And then yeah, London Has Fallen, which again Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman are there. And then once again, there's a third one. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but it's Gerard Butler is Morgan Freeman again. And apparently uh, they're accusing Gerard Butler of murdering the president, even though he saved him twice in two different countries on two different continents. But hey, whatever. It's you know? so weird. I heard they're making like five of them total in that series. Or I believe like it. That. Yeah. I believe it. Fuck I yeah. don't know how you get the stakes higher. God, I don't know. <laughs> baffling to me planet has fallen they're gonna be on fucking mars right? yeah yeah mars um, has fallen That'd be funny <laughs> jamie fox played a great president in this movie but i'm actually going to change this to uh django unchained i was gonna say the same thing i i fucking love that movie i think i think that was also my favorite leo dicaprio movie yes i'd agree with that the, and the fact that he busted his hand open on accident and they kept it in the movie Made it mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I love the uh, the guy who plays the um, I, I can't remember his name all of a sudden, but the guy who plays the bounty hunter, the the German. Oh, yeah, he's, he's yeah. one of my favorite. I love I love him. I also I love that he's in so many Tarantino films. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that guy, whose name I can't remember. <laughs> right. We're gonna wrap this up on one last guy, and that's Daniel Day Lewis, who played Abraham Lincoln in Lincoln. Uh, I haven't seen it. I've heard that it is one of the best portrayals of Lincoln ever, though. Yeah, and it, it's it. God, yeah, and, and I think this is uh, this is a 2012 uh, 12 Spielberg one too. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which ironically, uh, in 2012, Daniel Day Lewis portrayed Lincoln in the movie Lincoln, but also in 2012, uh, Benjamin Walker portrayed Lincoln in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, nice! I didn't know they made a movie. Oh, they did, and I own it. Tremendous. Joe, you're going to come out here so I, you can order some combo subs from fucking Tony's Pizza while we watch uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Absolutely. I'm so in. It's such a it's such a good fuck. I own the book, too. It's I don't know where the fuck it's at. I, I think it's supposed to be... Oh, wait, no. There it is. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter by <laughs> Seth, Seth Graham Smith. Tremendous. I guess I got the book. I got the movie. Guess which one I watched and which one I didn't read. Uh, you've watched the book. You haven't read the movie. Exactly. 
if you know me like you know me, you know I have subtitles on my movies. So I fucking read, I, I read that fucking movie. I same, have to. I and yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not because that... It's not because I can't hear when I'm watching a movie. It's because I can't hear over people talking while I'm trying to watch my fucking movie. 100%. I also can't hear when I'm watching a movie, so... <laughs> um, how do you, how do you think Daniel Day Lewis did do as Lincoln? I'm sure he did tremendous because he he is really good in everything he does. Although I do think um, his the way he plays the character in There Will Be Blood is my favorite Dan- Daniel Day Lewis I've ever seen. So I'm gonna switch out for that personally. But right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to trump that, and uh, I'm gonna say Gangs of New York. Oh. How did I forget about Gangs of New York? Right. Also, oh. a uh, DiCaprio movie, man. Yes, it was. But God, I just, that character, that fucking character. There was a point in my life when I watched that movie, and I had to been like a preteen where I was like, I want to grow up to be this Daniel Day-Lewis. 100%. Or like any of the... I really wanted to be Seamus, the Irish guy with the big oh, stick. God, yeah. Yeah. I just... Yeah. I, I'm trying now. I'm trying to remember because I th- oh crap. I think I just draw a blank in the movie. But Daniel Day Lewis character, he had the um, he had the uh, the razor blades, right? The uh, the the shaving blades, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. He sure did. He was Bill the Butcher. Yeah. God, it was such a good fucking movie. And I I I, I got to see this Lincoln. I I have to. Abraham Lincoln is in my top five uh, favorite presidents to learn about uh, throughout history. Um, so I gotta see this one, but God, that I mean, that fucking Gangs in New York, man, you, you can't mess with that shit. No, you can't. He's oh, so good. Yeah, man, can't believe I forgot about Gangs in New York. Good pull. All right, I, it's, it's it's been in my mind ever since I saw uh, Dan Day Lewis come up. I'm like Dan Day Lewis, the first thing that always comes to mind, even when uh, he got uh, nominated for that movie. What the fuck was that movie? Silk or something like that, or the Threadless <laughs> or the Thread. Um, yeah. I can't remember what it is. But even when that came up, I'm like, no, you can't do it to the gangs in New York, man. Fuck. Right? But No, I mean, now we finally gave everyone what they want. We went political on the show. We talked about presidencies Mm -hmm. and everything. We gave the pros and cons. And hopefully that would tide them over until the next time we don't do this. Mm Mm-hmm. Perfect. (laughs) But doing so, doing so on the show gave me an idea that we're going to do in December and we're going to rank the non-Christmas Christmas movies. I'm going to do that for you. Perfect. I love that. Because I feel, I feel like our fans want to see something like that. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, guys, make sure you join us next week as uh, we celebrate Thanksgiving our own little way. Uh, talk about a little about uh, some Thanksgiving history and stuff like that. And just enjoy talking about that as we roll into the end of the month. And we do our uh, Follow Your Star Award and all that jazz. And, of course, you can find our show here every week, um, released uh, sometime between Thursday and Saturday, depending on when we get the uh, recording done, edited, and released back out. And you can find that on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching this freaking show. And make sure you uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Freaking Show. And to remind all you guys that we are part of the FreakNet Studios as a collaboration group between This Freaking Show, Just Freaking Wrestling, that's hosted by Dizzle J and myself, and The Great Area, that's hosted by Sarge. Uh, all three shows can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean just by searching those respective names, The Great Area, Just Freaking Wrestling, and This Freaking Show. Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Um, 
Gosh, I had an answer right up until you you asked me. I, I am I, freaking. You know, I, get, I, I can go first if you like. Oh, that would be great. Awesome. That would yeah. be great. What are you freaking yeah. thinking about? Well, I made a decision today, Joe, as I was uh, sitting at work and lunch, kind of thinking about like you know what we're gonna do for this episode and how we're gonna talk about presidents and the election things were running through my head. I decided today. That in March or April, I can't remember which date it was, but March of April of 2021, I am going to put my name on the ballot to get elected to the Piatone Board of Trustees. Nice. Yeah. I thought to myself, I was like, I see a lot of people, a lot of fucking keyboard uh, warriors on Facebook who do nothing but bitch on the Piatone community pages about how much the town sucks, about how no one cares and how they're not doing anything about it. And yet nobody else wants to do anything about it other than just bitch on social media. For sure. And um, and in all due reality and all honesty and seriousness, I don't talk politics on online. I just don't do it. Um, I have my own political views and everything. People who are close to me know what they are. Joe knows who they are. Uh, my family knows what my views are and everything. But I don't put them on social media because, first off, it never does anyone good to sit there and give your own beliefs that are going to contradict other people when they have an agenda on trying to create an argument. Um, so I, I keep them to myself. Sure. Um, well, and, it, and, and, you, and you know, Facebook is is designed to be an outrage engine. Yeah, yeah, and so. and, and, and it's one of the, and like I. I Explain that to me because I, I wanted to say something I agreed with that, but I'm not sure if I'm going to agree with it if I say yeah. it. So, 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 so when someone posts a, a political opinion, face, the Facebook algorithm will look at it and go, okay, who is going to hate this the most and who is going to love this the most? And then it'll show that p- opinion to those people and not the people in between. And so, like, say I post something that that Facebook knows you're going to disagree with. Facebook is going to show it to you to try and get you to to get on and and argue with me. Um, yeah. And that so it I... just yeah, because it's the the goal is to the more people argue, the more people are on the site. The more people are on the site, uh, and the more time people spend on it, the more money Facebook makes from ads. And so they they really want people to be on the site, and so they they try to create those arguments uh, to make people be on as, as long as possible. You know that makes a lot of sense. What I was going to say had nothing to do with what you just described. So I'm glad I went back to you on that. But no, that makes a lot of sense because I do see a lot of things on social media that um, that really relates to that, which makes no sense because I know that like when it comes to me and my Facebook, there's a lot of like wrestling stuff I follow, and I see none of that. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of shit about what's going on in the current events here. But anyways, so um, so being part of the Piatone page and everything, I see a lot of people bitching about how things are happening in the town, and they want to bitch about it. But instead of going to like the meetings and stuff that are held twice a month in our town, to that's open to the floor of the community, they'd mm-hmm. rather just sit on Facebook and bitch about it. And the the sad part is, half the people bitching are former residents who've moved away. And all they uh, say is like, and all they say is like, uh, I can't believe the town's going to shit. No wonder I got out of there. It's like, well, if you got out of there and get off the fucking page, you know, quit bitching about it. But right, um, I felt like you know I've been in this town my whole life. I grew up in this town, and <clears throat> no disrespect to anyone of the board and trustees when I say this, it's an older group of people, and sure. I think that they really want to stay 
um, involved in how they saw things run in like the 80s and the 90s and even the early 2000s. Like, oh, you know, it worked here. Why not just keep it that way? Now, I have noticed watching some of the board uh, videos that, yeah, um, some of them are adapt or are willing to see new things come in, but it's just not enough. And I think if maybe I could uh, get on the board and, uh, you know, become a trustee to the community, maybe that would, you know, kind of open their eyes to new younger ideas, but at the same time, get the younger um people of the town more involved in a hands-on way rather than just a uh you know behind the screen of a computer kind of way so nice. i i decided i went into the village today and i asked them about it and they told me how they just had an election this past april that nobody knew registered to uh to be involved in it it was just uh re-votes of previous guy, people and everything and that the next election is going to be in April, March or April of 2021. The packet comes out on, in December. Uh, there's going to be a petition that's got to be signed in order to get put on the ballot and everything. So uh, <clears throat> this is me announcing that I will be running for Piaton Board Trustee in 2021 to hopefully get into a four-year term and helping my town grow and be the next maybe Mantino or Moni that we are surrounded by that is constantly growing and yet we're being so left behind and, uh, you know, not being noticed. So Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, make sure you're around because I'm going to need some help with some speeches and uh, shit like that because – my, I was I was talking to my grandmother about this and everything. She's like, "Well, you know, you're gonna, you know, campaigns cost money. You got to get signs and all that stuff." And I feel like, yeah, maybe I will have to get signs, but at the same time, it's 2019. I'll just fucking use social media, right? I'll go to door to door and greet people, but I'm like, why don't I gotta stick a sign in their fucking, uh, you know, their their uh, yard? You know, they're just gonna throw it away when the election's over, and that's just me losing money, right? You know, so yeah, I'm be, yeah, I'm... you're and 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 like, no no offense, Peter, and it's small enough. I think you could go door to door. Pretty easily, yeah. and and I think you know most of the people in town already, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think, and I'm not sure if it was a joke or not, but I, I posted I posted on Snapchat saying that I was going to run for trustee, and <clears throat> brother Nick actually responded back. He's like, no, you're not. I am. I'm not sure if he was serious or not, but I think Nick is actually going to run as well. So uh, there's going nice. to be two. There's going to be two brothers uh, running for. Uh, I believe there's four available trustee seats that are going to be yeah. up for election. So cool. Um, Joe, I'm gonna I'm gonna invite you to be my campaign manager. Oh, nice. Sounds so like fun. I'm gonna need some help from my friends as I pursue my first campaign into government, and who knows, maybe one day I too could uh, play a president on TV. <laughs> What about I like you? the way I like the way you put that. That was really good. Right. What about you, Joe? What uh, were you freaking thinking about? I uh, I'm I'm so enraptured in what you said. I I totally lost my 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 thing. But if I had to pick something, I would pick uh, The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Um, we've been we've been kind of watching it and reviewing it for for Geekcast Live, um, which you can find Saturdays usually in the morning at uh, mm-hmm. violentpress.com, and. Uh, it's uh it's a really good show. It is as as Rob Bass put it, it is the Star Wars show, the Star Wars movie I've always wanted. Um it's gritty, it feels a lot more realistic. It is um I mean it's only two episodes in, so it has a lot of time to disappoint me. But uh so far it has been really 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 good. And uh I'm really looking forward to seeing how it how it unfolds as the story goes. 
Yeah, somebody mentioned uh, how um, how Disney Plus is doing that. Like the movies that they're creating, they're not releasing it all at once. Is like a binge kind of thing. Now is that mm-hmm. something that, that is that something that's going to be consistent, or is that just new because it's a new stream? I honestly have no idea. Um, I I get the feeling that it's going to be something that they do uh, in the short term. I don't know if they're going to do it forever or if it's going to be like depending on the show. You know, like this is the kind of show that you really need a week to watch and rewatch stuff. Gotcha. I think. Um, Versus like uh, uh, some of the shows that Netflix would make where you, you really, if you watched it week to week, you'd lose interest, you know? Yeah. Now, and uh, so this, uh, this show, is it, is, does it tie into Star Wars itself or is it just a Star Wars theme that's its own entity? I think it's its own entity, but we're going to, uh, we're going to see, I think as, as the story goes, but it, it takes place five years after, um, uh, the Return of the Jedi. So it, it takes place uh, after the original trilogy and it takes place before the new trilogy. So, so it, it, it may not affect it at all. It might. We I don't know yet. So could it be very similar to like how Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was to like the Marvel MCU? Yeah, it could very well be. Okay. Yeah, because they're also coming out with like the, the Loki show, the... Um... The Falcon, uh, Winter Soldier, and then uh, was a Scarlet, not Scarlet, yeah, yeah, Scarlet WandaVision, Witcher. yeah, and yeah. uh, Hawkeye, I think. Man, so much, I gotta get Disney, yeah, it is, it is an insane amount of con- con- content, it, it almost makes me sick, <laughs> yeah. All right, new plan, Joe, we're yeah. gonna get this, we're gonna get Disney Plus together, we're going Perfect. to uh, get some uh, Italian combos while we watch uh. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and then we're gonna work on my campaign. Perfect. Our, these are our goals. This that is sounds good. <laughs> Joe, I know you already mentioned it, but I'm not gonna forget. I'm not gonna end the show without doing it. Ugh. All right. God, my nose is all stuffed up. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week, our listeners could catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show, but that's only an hour a week. Now, people just like me, an hour a week of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough. So what can we do for those people who need just an extra hour of Cartoon Joe in their week? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, again, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at this freaking show. You can find our show every week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching this freaking show. This freaking show is now part of Freaknet Studios alongside JFW, Just Freaking Wrestling, and The Gray Area as we join forces together in a collaboration. Make sure you support those pages as well on Facebook and check out those podcasts that are released every week as well. As always, I am Travis Dave. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of This Freaking Show. I'm out. <laughs>